Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding, Riding the Storm, Storm Out. My good friend and co-pastor and cohort <laughs> in crime for many, many years, Dan Fisher. And uh, what is my name? Paul Blair. Paul yeah, Blair. that's what it is. And yes. by the way, I had to show this off. You know, what is the, up with this? One of, one of the members of our congregation, long-time member, for like 15 years, diehard OSU fan. Yes. Bless his heart. He was 85, wound up stepping into heaven. Okay. So he's about my size. His wife offered me a few of the sport coats. And I went over there, and I found this navy blue with the OSU. Not everyone can get away with this. Art Coots. This is in honor of Art Coots. This was his custom made, and he has bequeathed it to me. So this is yeah. the first time I've worn it in public after receiving it this last week. How cool is so, that, yeah. man? Not everybody can get away with this kind of no. audacity, but oh well. Well, it know. has Oklahoma State on yeah, the other side, absolutely. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Anybody know if the camera can see that. sported but. a mustache for 30 years and not realizing how bad it looked, uh, I can sport no. this as well. No, but here's the deal, man. You earned that. I can pull this off. Well, you earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, last week we talked about different political systems. I hope you enjoyed that. We, we talked about, um, well, quite frankly, what we have in America, which is not a democracy, but it's a republic. That's exactly right. We are a constitutional republic. We're not ruled by the many or the majority. We're supposed to be ruled by, by law. law that we constituted. Yep. Exactly. We, the people, created a limited civil government, and then we pledged to be bound by the law, not by President whoever or Congress whoever, but by the law and the limited not, things. That not we even have. the courts? Not even the courts. You know, I mean, where did we ever get the idea that courts pass down rulings? You know, there's, it's supposed to be opinions. Yeah. But look at how we've become accustomed to saying the Supreme Court ruled. Yeah. Well, I guess 200 years of habit, huh? Well, I guess so. I guess so. You know, when you get judicial review early oh. on— Pretty much, those were the seeds of the demise yeah, no doubt. of the Republic, in my opinion. Jefferson even warned of that, didn't he? No, yeah, sure. yeah, because when it, well, he was very leery of the courts. But whenever the court can tell you what something means, yeah. and you can't read it for yourself, yeah. then one of two things is wrong. Either what was written was written so ambiguously that no one can know what it means, i.e. a lot of our laws today, right, right. or... We'll tell you what it says. Isn't that what the Catholic Church used to tell people <laughs> That's right. for? During the dark, a little yeah. period, wonderful period of time called the Dark Ages. Yeah, don't worry about that. We'll tell you what it means. You know, the thing that's so <laughs> baffling about this, Dan, is so many of these passages that they use from the Constitution are not even difficult. I mean, those no. of us that aren't, no. you know, experts of yeah. the law, but we just know a little bit about history and have a little common sense yeah. and critical thinking skills, sure. know what was going on when they penned it, knew exactly what they were talking about. You really can't confuse these things unless you intend to well, well, them. and they put modifiers, they put phrases yeah. like, for instance, Congress shall make no law. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So no law. All right, that means Gun any, any, any kind of restriction. Right That's right. All right, the Second Amendment yep. shall not be infringed. Yep. Well, we all know what that means, yep. but they have nuanced it to the point that now Biden's out today, President Biden saying, well, you know, you can't own a bazooka and you can't own a missile launcher, and there's limits 
to the Second Amendment. You know, I really don't think the, the framers intended for there to be any, lim- any limits. Amen. Shall not be Amen. infringed. So any limit would infringe, wouldn't it? Amen. Yeah. Well, you remember the night of Paul Revere's ride? Where was Mr. Revere going to? Yeah, he was going to Lexington to, right. to warn well, the, the, the Minutemen there in Lexington. That's exactly right. Pastor yeah. Jonas Clark and that those Minutemen in Lexington, they didn't only just have muskets, which were basically the modern-day assault rifle of 1775. Yeah. Yeah. But they also had a couple of cannon up there. Yeah, especially in Concord. Their, exactly. Yeah. That's part of their security yeah. up in those areas. Yeah, that's exactly right. So as far as President Biden saying, well, you can't be able to own a bazooka, actually, we should be able to. Yeah, if you're a law-abiding citizen, what are you going to do with it? Exactly. Protect yourself. That's I could all. own a Sherman tank, and nobody has to worry anything yeah, about right. it because I'm not going to misuse it and violate yeah. anybody's rights. And, and I understand, Dave and I were talking a while ago, that there is something to be said for the idea of arms in common use. Most of us don't own a nuclear warhead. Most of us don't have ICBMs in our backyard, you know. So I, I realize that Speak you can for get yourself. Ri- yeah. I thought we all <laughs> and, and, I, and I realize you can get a little bit ridiculous yeah. with it. But but the point is the framers understood and they knew because of what we're going to talk about here yeah. that government always wants to consolidate power. Yep. Always consolidate. Yep. You know, uh, our, our good friend Bill Federer yep. talks about how God wants to decentralize power, but how fallen man wants to centralize it into a fist like nimrod exactly Babel. Yep. exactly now this is a oh, perfect you meant launch. nebuchadnezzar didn't you oh yeah <laughs> i was listening to glenn beck the other day that made me the worst bible lesson i ever heard oh wow i was i couldn't know whether to laugh or cry as i was driving my car that when nebuchadnezzar and the tower of Babel was like what and they were you? only the elitists oh, that were involved God. the yeah. common man wasn't all laughing and, i didn't read well, that this conversation unintended but Perhaps the Lord is just directing it. I yeah. think he is. Ties in perfectly with our conversation on economics. Yeah. Because one of the things that the founders didn't want, in fact, Israel didn't have for their first 400 years. They didn't have a standing army. Yeah. We didn't have a standing army. Right. Why? It because it was the people. a standing army could be used to tyrannize no, their own course. people. No, of course. That's exactly right. Yeah. So the militia was every able-bodied man. That is from exactly From roughly right. 15 to 65. Yep was supposed to, whenever the shofar was blown in biblical times, or they the militia was called up in Yeah, the second alarm times. in Lexington That's is exactly. when the 77 guys yep. show up to yep. fight, yep. or to at least make a stand. But in order to go from a free market to one of these other systems, you've got to have a little bit of power of influence. <laughs> so we're going to talk about four basic economic systems today. And we are going to start first with what we are supposed to have in America, which is a free market. Yeah, Daniel, what are some of the characteristics yeah. of private property ownership in, in, in a free market. Well, let me first say okay, that I think the, these economic systems are important when we talk about forms of government because you really can't separate the two. True. In no, the end, no, right. one goes without the other. That's right. Okay, so this whole argument, the whole debate between the different kinds of, of economies in my opinion, is really easy to understand when you understand they're really all about who owns the capital. (laughs) And the capital is the ability to make a product and to then sell it for your own 
wealth mm-hmm. or profit, mm-hmm. and so your capital is your means of production. So, so a farmer, his capital is a plow horse back in the old days, right. and a plow today, it's yep. a tractor and a yep. disc and yep. all this kind of stuff. So in a free market, basically the government stays out of the yep. economy, doesn't manipulate it, and put its finger on the scales to tip things because it has all of this power, like you're talking about, and literally is regulated by the free enterprise of individuals who operate legally. We have laws to, to, to keep bad guys from doing illegal things, but the, the individual people own the capital, and then they decide how they're going to use it, and with the fruits of their labor, they're able to make a profit, and then that's theirs. Mm-hmm. They own it. Basically, to me, that is as simple as I can make it with a free market. So basically, in a free market, you can choose to buy this computer. Yeah, a a Mac that doesn't work half the time. Then you can choose to sell it when it quits working. Yeah, or drive over it with my truck when I'm really upset at it. Buy it, sell it, use it however you see fit, as long as it doesn't violate the rights. Because I own it. Yeah. Private property property rights. Yeah, exactly right. Okay. So in the, the the opposite of that extreme, and quite frankly, I think we, we'll go opposites, and then we'll yeah, talk some of the nuances. Yeah, that's good. The opposite of private property ownership is state-owned property, yeah. which is socialism. That's what socialism that's is. Exactly We're going to talk right. about fascism communism. But basically, you've got private property ownership where the government just makes sure that we aren't breaking the rules and lying or, or stealing from each other or, or yeah. doing anything that's illegal when there are right. few things they ought to be doing. Laws of nature, and nature's that's God. exactly right. And then the, the individuals in the free market can choose what they're going to build, what they're going to price it at, uh, how many employees they need, what factories they want to use, what color they want to make it, what 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 sub what material they want to use. Free market. Yeah. You can choose because you're competing for the market share. Right? And the law that that drives that is the law of supply and demand. Right. If people want it and I have it, I can determine what I want to charge for mm-hmm. it. If hardly anybody wants it, then I can't charge as much for it. And therefore, if I can't charge enough for it, I'll stop making that and start making something that people want. And the free market always works well for everyone because there is incentive to provide a better product at a cheaper price. Of course. Because you want to sell more of them and gain a larger market share. And that's called competition. Competition. And consequently, like in 2004, I built, uh, Sandy and I built a house, uh, 2003, 2004, we built a house and I bought one of the first flat screen televisions. Oh, I remember. It was a 42 inch Sony plasma. Ooh. It was about this thick. Yeah, and I mean, weighed probably plasma. a couple yeah, hundred pounds. Heavy. Yeah. You know what that cost? $5,500. Yeah. Now you can buy, in fact, they give flat screen 42 <laughs> inches away. When you buy a 70 inch or a 75 inch, we'll throw you. in a 40 inch <laughs> flat screen. And they're like paper thin. Yeah. Why is that? LED, invention, innovation. Exactly. Competition. market competition. Yeah. And we all benefit from it because we have better more access to better products and they become affordable so it's not just the rich being able to enjoy chocolate it's mr hershey creating a chocolate bar that everybody can afford and everybody has so someone was telling me a few months ago that one of the perfect examples of pure free market is found in LASIK surgery yeah, because yeah, insurance yeah. doesn't pay for that, yeah. and so there's no government intervention. Yeah. And when LASIK surgery first came out, it was very expensive, but because it's based upon just what you can afford in your pocket, what have yeah. they done to the price of that? 
Well, everybody all can the way down. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I think I, I think it was like three to five thousand dollars per eye at one time. Oh yeah, and yeah. Now, now. now it's very affordable. Yeah. Here's, okay. here's another example. Everybody, yeah. everybody owns Good one grief. of these. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's free market. The opposite of that is where the state owns everything. Now, if the state owns everything, then that means you own nothing, exactly. and you'll like it. And you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> As Great a matter of fact, the most basic <laughs> of private property is your own body. Exactly. Yeah. And the state actually in these these we call them communist nations, but they have they have socialism established, so they own everything. The state owns all the buildings, the state owns all the machinery, the state owns the labor and the production of labor. Yeah. And you're the labor. And the profits. And the profits. That's exactly right. They determine what you'll get. Yep. And they determine what you'll do. Right. And so is there any incentive to excel because the government's going to determine what you make? So what do people do? They quit working hard. Shoddy, shoddy shoddy work, laziness. That's exactly right. Why work long hours? Why excel when you cannot be rewarded for your labor? You make the same as the guy who doesn't do anything. Why go to medical school and spend all those many years uh, studying when you could just get a basic education in women's studies? Yeah. Earn the same living. Yeah. No, yeah. no reason to, to sacrifice. So that. so when we were discussing before we started the, the podcast here, you were talking about the pilgrims mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how they experimented with this whole concept. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, let me also say something that we were talking about. You know, we often talk about communism. Well, communism is, is where we understand communal living, Communi- the idea yeah. that everybody yeah. owns everything. Yeah. Well, that never happens. Right. It always stops at socialism. Yeah. Yeah. The government says, well, you give it all to us, then we'll give it to everybody. Yeah. But they never give it to anybody. <laughs> they hold on to it once they're in power that's right in fact they even call it the dictatorship of the proletariat and of course the proletariat's working people <laughs> yeah so, right oh wait a second so oh don't worry about the dictator he's your dictator <laughs> oh wonderful i feel much better now <laughs> yeah so so there really isn't any communism so when we when we call uh, an economy like in cuba mm-hmm. or russia communist it's really socialist right? right right and pure socialism the state owns everything state, that's right now yeah. so tell the story of the pilgrims because you're really good at this and it's a really great example well of course the pilgrims were flat broke and they were they weren't just all separatists there were some actually members of the church of england because they went some some wanted to go to the new world for new opportunities a new start and of course you had bradford and that group that was that was spiritually motivated for much of what they did that we but call the pilgrims pilgrims that's yeah. right and, and, and but they put together a a company is really what it was it was an investment in the new world of course the pilgrims as the separatists were pure of heart they wanted to come over here and really create a new society civil and religious liberty reach the indians with the gospel sure but they had to have investors so they couldn't afford to rent the ship they couldn't afford all the product they would need for that first year so it was an investment situation and their investors required that they build a storehouse and they hold all things in common until the debt was paid off well those first couple of years when they discovered, in fact, in Bradford's own writings, which is recorded yeah. in of, Pil- of now, uh, Plymouth Plantation. Now, now Bradford, William Bradford, tell everybody who this is. William Bradford was actually a young man when the when these separatists.
separatist movement in uh, in uh, in Scrooby, England, got started. And he grew. He was actually under the tutoring of of James, uh, 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 Pastor James uh, John Robinson. John Robinson. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No one can remember it. And Elder Brewster, Deacon Brewster, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all these. And, and but of course he grew and wound up after John Carver, who was the first governor, died. Bradford, early on, early, early on, on that way. first yeah. year, uh, Carver died that first year. Then Bradford was voted governor, and he was governor for a better part of the next forty years. Oh yeah. So he was a trusted leader and a man of God, devout, devout. Yeah. But he records in his uh, historical account of their time there, which is called of Plymouth Plantation, that they attempted to enforce that those instructions uh, that they were to live in a commune and have a storehouse. And what they found is the men didn't want to work if they weren't rewarded for their labor. The women didn't want to wash the clothes and feed the men that weren't part of their family. And they found that without incentive to be rewarded for your hard work, <laughs> even a small group, remember this less than 100, half of them died that first winter, yeah. even with a small group that was this moral, I mean, yeah. compare them to us today. It's like not yeah, even pretty close. spiritually committed. Yeah. Even that moral, they th this idea of com communal living uh, uh, failed because when there's no incentive to work hard, who wants to work hard? Yeah. So a few would go out and work yep. their fingers to the bone, yep. but they would have to, to provide for all those and, and that then just lay around. Then well, they of course. Go, Wait a second. I don't get work. This guy's hardly working. I'm working my tail off, and we're getting the same amount of beans at the yeah. end of the Why day. Why am I going to try hard? Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. So that system failed completely. So what did Bradford do? What was his solution? Wound up giving each of the families, based <laughs> upon their number, a certain <laughs> yeah. parcel of land. And they did do some work. There was a hybrid that first No, of course. Of they course. did some work to try because they were honorable men they wanted to pay back that debt and they did but everybody also had their own plot of land and it's amazing how there was no more risk of poverty after yeah. that because everyone was motivated to work well bradford basically said you don't work you don't eat That's basically didn't somebody else say that sometime? Yeah. Well, was see, what was, was that? Uh, was that, was that, that in the, in the uh, No, no. The, uh, that Almanac? Other, that other religious book. What was it called? Uh, let's the, see. The Writings of Confucius? Yeah. <laughs> 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 book of Mormon. That's right. That, no, that's right. No, it was the B-I-B-L-E, right? That's exactly right. Teachings of Paul. Exactly right. And that, yeah. was, that was a biblical truth. If a man can't work because he's injured well that's, that's different where charity kicks well in. of course that's different but if a person just refuses to work that's where Paul laziness said, kicks in <laughs> well you know what if you if, if i work hard and feed a guy that refuses to work that's called stealing of course I mean, it if is. i choose to give it to him because he's unable that's charity but if he just is taking from my work because he refused to work yeah. that's stealing well and that's so why that, paul said mm -hmm. if you don't provide for your own house mm -hmm. it's like you've denied the yep. faith and yep. become worse than an infidel because that's you'd exactly. steal from somebody else's hard work that's exactly so you're a thief right. that's exactly well, right. so how could you be a christian exactly if you're right. a thief now we're going to segue over to what yeah. we are here in america okay, here sorry in just no we're doing great but we're yeah. we can we can talk about this for right. an hour well it, it probably should but, they, so go but, ahead. but the, the the big big contrast is this you got the free market where everybody owns their own stuff and then you've got this desire for the state to own everything. Well, the people that own their own stuff, and maybe that's been in their family for 100 years, they don't want to just give it away. 
So that's why you have to have a strong police force, a state police force, to encourage you to give your farm to the state when you don't want to. <laughs> and if you refuse, you might find a bullet in the back of the head. Oh. And then when you are going to the coal mines and you are supposed to work uh, 60, 80 hours a week and you don't get paid well for your labor, you don't have motivation to go to the office. Well, that's also where the state police comes in to give you that little incentive at the point of a bayonet to make sure you get yeah. out of bed, go to work, and supposedly work hard. One of the famous quotes from a missionary, uh, actually a pastor, uh, Pastor Nelson, in when I was in Denver just after the wall fell, uh, he came back and shared a story with the church and said there was an old saying over in Russia that uh, the, uh, the, the Russian people said, uh, they, uh, we pretended to work and they pretended to pay us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is so you've got and and as you said dan supposedly you know marx had this idea whether he really believed it or not i don't know but you know communism is just communal living where everybody owns everything in common nobody owns anything everybody works as hard yeah. as they can to contribute to the greater good and then you just use what you need well that never well works. the early church in the book of acts found they couldn't even do yeah. that within the even church within the church that's exactly it right wouldn't, it wouldn't work and then the pilgrims of course, of course found that, that out was the best case 16 study. centuries later so you've got the the socialism which is state owned everything which is in between but the There's it's amazing in the that the state that takes the property away they never go on to the communal living it's always owned yeah. by the state so and that's they where never it's give it back. north korea cuba russia China, that's where it's at now there's what we are here in america that's where the. That's what that, we're that's supposed kind of to be. Hebrew. Well, no, we're supposed to be the free market. You're right. right. So, but we've become something in yeah. the middle. So, what is that? That's called fascism. Now, what is fascism? Fascism is where you think. This needs to be part two. So let's. This, uh, and keep on going Don't ever talk to us. <laughs> so you want me to you want me to land this plane? Yeah, let's land it. All right. All okay, right. So, so, so explain what fascism is, and then we'll begin with that in the next one. No. <laughs> You're going to have to tune into the next episode if you want to find out what fascism is. Well, okay, and if you great. don't turn in, then he'll know, and I'll, I'll know, know, and you, you won't know. I'm not talking to him anymore, Dan. Can you say goodbye? <laughs> Tell him. I, you know, it's been really great to be with you today, and we're going to hold this secret until next time. So if you want to know what fascism <laughs> is, you need to tune in next week to Riding the Storm Out. And we'll share with you about fascism and how that is really making a difference in America today in a very bad way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs>